Glad you are along with us today because we are on a quest to make our homes all that God intends them to be, even in these very difficult times. Hi, I'm Bree, along with my mom, Dee, and we're glad you're watching A Home That Heals today because we are tackling the big issues that we know you care about. So get ready. We get to see you. You get to see us. We have a set. Wow. This is so exciting. We are so thrilled to have this new season that is videotaped so we get to, you know, be viewed on YouTube. But we also, you know, still have the podcast, so you might just be listening to this. But you can hop on over to YouTube and find a home that heals now and be able to watch what's going on. Thank you to KTSY for giving us this opportunity. This is this is so really true. fun. So true. And this is a brand new season for a home that heals. And we have a focus that we are really anxious to tell you about because it's something you've been telling us. The culture war that is going on in our world right now is breaching our homes. It is getting inside of our homes. And we need to know how to engage, how to not just sit back and, and complain and worry, and a lot of worry, right? <laughs> a lot of worry about what's going on. But actually to have some answers, some practical tools to use to engage in this war. And we believe that, you know, God is going to equip us. He knew we were gonna raise our kids at this time in history. He knew that it wouldn't be easy. But he is bigger mm -hmm. than all of these problems and pressures that we're facing. So as much as I like to get cozy and, you know, pull the blanket up yeah. over my head, if you are like me and you've realized no longer can I stick my head in the sand, but I've got to gear up. Mm. I've got to get ready for this battle. Then please come along with us this season. We're going to tackle the big issues starting today with a very big issue that our kids are facing and it is completely invading our homes and that's pornography. And so we called an expert who has not only helped us and our family battle up, gear up for this war that we are facing with pornography, but she also has so many resources for you and your family too. Her name is Kristen Jensen. She's with Defend Young Minds. And um, mom, just why don't you go ahead and read the oh, many yeah. accomplishments and just help that she is giving parents Well, today. I want you to know that we have found the best. She is the strongest voice that we could find in this fight against pornography's influence. And if you think it isn't going to affect you, I, I really hate to give you this news, but it is true. It is reaching into homes that you would never expect. As a matter of fact, Common Sense just did a very scientific poll and found that 73% of American teens have consumed pornography and on average their exposure to pornography began when they were just 12 years old and, and even younger. But here's what we love about who you're going to meet today. Kristen Jensen of Defend Young Minds. She is an expert on this issue, but she is all about raising resilient 
empowered, screen-smart kids who know how and why to reject pornography. She is the author of the number one best-selling book that you uh, maybe have heard about. If not, you're going to hear about it today and you're going to want to get it. It's Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Porn Proofing Today's Young Kids. And you're going to get lots of practical help from Kristen, so let's jump right in. Hi, I'm Brad, president of Northwest Christian Credit Union, and we're proud to be sponsoring this episode of A Home That Heals. At Northwest Christian Credit Union, your financial well-being is our priority. Your Christian values are welcomed, and your faith is encouraged. From everyday personal banking, to multi-million dollar church loans, to biblically sound investing, Northwest Christian Credit Union is your stewardship partner. We're here to serve with personalized banking in person or online. Northwest Christian Credit Union has been serving the Christian community since 1954. Investing back into our local Christian community is a part of our DNA and believe that healthy homes foster a stronger community. So we are proud to sponsor a home that heals. Visit myNCCU.org to explore how membership can benefit you. Welcome, Kristen. We are, of course, very grateful for your time today and so appreciative that our audience gets to get connected with you here. And then we want to really connect them with you at DefendYoungMinds.com, too. Oh, we are so thankful for the resources that you provide to families to help equip us and encourage us. I know our conversation today is going to be really encouraging to a lot of moms and dads out there. I got to thank you for the books too, you. Kristen. You sent us a couple of your books, although my daughter already had them because she has kiddos that range from 12 down to six. Um, but I wanted a copy too, and I'm going to treasure it because I love what you wrote inside. On good pictures, bad pictures, you wrote, you can do it with an exclamation <laughs> yes. point. And then on this one, the new one that you just have out, good pictures, bad pictures, junior, you wrote, you have the power. Mm. And so that's, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today. We are so, so grateful grateful. But let me ask you this, Kristen, first off, how urgent is it that our, our audience listen to what you have to say and really pay attention to this issue? Well, I obviously think it's really pretty urgent. Um, I don't want to freak anyone out or make them feel like um, just, you know, putting this off uh, for another day or week or month. Um Kids are getting exposed earlier and earlier to pornography. It is having an effect on them. It is, in some kids, creating addictions. And, and there are a lot of other problems that it is changing the way they look at sex. It is prematurely sexualizing them. Um, but our kids can have a different choice. They can have a better path. We just have to lay it out for them. You know, we have to... Uh, help them to understand um, what you know what pornography is, why it's harmful, and what to do when they see it. So we need to encourage them and educate them and equip them to reject it when when they're exposed. I'm really thankful for all the resources you have uh, provided for us on DefendYoungMinds.com. Because as a parent, I know I struggled with this, and I think a lot of parents struggle with, when is too young to bring up this topic? I don't want to put ideas in their mind. I don't want to create a curiosity that perhaps wouldn't have been there if I hadn't mentioned it. How would you answer that question that I think a lot of parents have? Yeah, and it's a good question, and I totally understand why parents 
are a little hesitant, you know, um, especially if they feel like they have a curious kid. Um, but this is a, this is the thing. You've got two choices, right? One choice is just to, you know, cross your fingers and hope, right, that your kid does not see porn um, or get sexualized before you started talking, you know, with them. And um, that can, you know, that's a, a game of chance, right? Because you really never know when they will be exposed. Um, I would say the other option, though, is you can educate them, just like any other danger, right? Um, you can educate your child. You can help them so they won't be caught off guard because kids that are caught off guard are more vulnerable to pornography than kids that are previously warned. And yes, it's true. There's going to be some kids that no matter what you do, you know, they're just, there are some kids that will learn from instruction and learn um, from observation. And then there are other kids that no matter what you do, they will just go look. But I still feel like even for those kids, it's better that they have some information and that you've been the one that have opened the doors to talking about it so that they know that it, you're a safe person, right? So they have a context, I so, guess, kind of to, to, yeah. to view it by. It's not like a complete right. unknown. Right. So no matter where your child falls in that spectrum, the earlier, I believe, you know, I believe hashtag, you know, sooner is safer mm. because mm. the earlier uh, you start kind of giving them um, a defense against pornography the earlier they can be prepared to reject it and that's what we need to get kids you know help kids to do is to reject pornography reject its lies reject its addictive you know um nature um and when you talk about like what what age people ask me this all the time and i believe that was part of the question that you put forward is that what is the right age? Um, well, I read Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Junior to my two-year-old grandson. And I've talked to others who've read it to their... Because as soon as a child gets any access to the Internet, they're vulnerable. Um, so whether it's in your home, grandma's home, um, a, friend, a friend's home down the street, at school... Um, once they're on the internet and have access to digital devices, then I just think they deserve a heads up. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. they deserve to know what dangers. I mean, when a two-year-old starts to walk, we teach them not to cross the street, right? Don't, mm. don't go into the street. Stop at the curb. Stop at the corner. Wait for mommy, whatever. Hold my hand we teach them that because we know there's a danger if they go into the street. Kristen, um, I can just imagine a mom, maybe they're listening to this and, th and thinking, okay, I have the filters, I have the router, I have, I've invested in the router that you <laughs> suggested, the Gryphon. I mean, that's one of the great things about your DefendingYoungMinds.com is you give us some great recommendations. I've got all these things in place. My kid is not going to see porn. What do you say to that? Well, you've done the right thing. You've done the right thing to get the routers and the filters and parental controls set up. You've done the right thing, and, and I applaud you. 
However, um, if 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 you think that your child won't see porn because you've done all that, um, the problem is you let your child out of the house. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. where the problem is. And often, even in the house, if they've they've learned from somebody else, kids share. They share at school. Um, you know, even if your kid is homeschooled, um, they wherever they have friends, sporting events, cultural events, whatever, um, they can start to know what's out there. And so, again, you can do the cross your fingers plan, or you can do the educate and inform and equip plan, which is the defend young minds plan because it's it's um, really teaching children uh, about a real danger in the real world that they live in so if you live where there are a lot of scorpions running around uh, probably need to tell your child to wear shoes (laughs) and not to run around the sand with bare feet right? right so again and these are scorpions that are much more dangerous uh, scorpions of the mind, you know. Mm-hmm. So, good analogy. I think that uh, we need to we need to prepare our children mm-hmm. to thrive in this world that they are living in, not the world we grew up in, not the world we wish they were growing up in, but the world that they're actually growing up in. Mm-hmm. True. So, and they can, and there's there's wonderful things out there. Mm-hmm. I I love the internet, you know. But it's got the dark side, and we need to help kids see the difference and be prepared. Um, I think that's the most loving thing you can do. Mm. We shared a story of uh, one of our friends, one of our moms, that had a heartbreaking incident with her 11-year-old son and thought that she had put all the safeguards in place, you know, had done all the right things, and still he was exposed, and it was... um, you know, very graphic and and just very devastating to um, her to find out that she just couldn't keep him safe and she didn't talk to him young enough about it. We got to follow up with her and ask, you know, what would you what would you ask Kristen and and what has happened since then? And she's had conversations with her son and he said, I just wish that I had known it was wrong. Just like you were talking about, I wish I had been prepared for that. I wish I had understood it so that I wasn't caught off guard and um, I didn't end up having, you know, going down this road for so long and not having help. And so I I think one of the questions, um, first of all, that I would ask you is just how many parents do you think really understand the pervasiveness of pornography you know when I I grew up kind of in an era when um, you kind of knew about it but not really you definitely you thought you had to go search for it not that it was just Mm -hmm. coming to your doorstep and so is that are you hearing a lot of stories similar to that yeah I would say that most so they do studies about parents and like trying to gauge um, are they underestimating, overestimating the dangers, you know? Mm-hmm. And what they're finding is that parents vastly underestimate mm. 
the negative experiences their kids are having online. Mm. They're underestimating. Um, uh, and they did a, they actually did a study um, for, it was the British, it was in Britain, it was in England. And um, they took a group of parents and they surveyed them and they asked them, you know, have your kids seen porn? And about 25% said, yeah, they thought their kids had seen porn. And so these kids range from like 7 to 17, somewhere in there. And um, 25% said, yeah. Well, it was really more like it was double that. Wow. That, that it actually admitted to it. Mm. I still think that's a low statistic. Probably, yeah. But, um, but the naivete gap was like 100% because they, the, you know, they really, um, and it was even worse for girls. Really? They just thought, oh, no, my girls would never look at this. I don't think they ever see it. Da, da, da. It's like, oh, we need a little big heads up about girls. Yeah. You know, girls are just as interested in sex as boys, but they've been culturally conditioned <laughs> to, you know, say, oh, I, that's not, you know, that's a boy thing. That's not a girl thing. Newsflash, <laughs> girls are interested in sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that just, is just yeah. Just listen to the music that a lot of kids listen to today. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really. I, I sometimes find myself flipping through radio channels and shocked at what can be heard just in that. You know, with girls. Right. So yeah, very so, good point. So we have to kind of realize that it's not a boy problem. It's a it's a it's a human problem, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. I'll say, if you have a robot child, don't worry about this. Mm. You just program them. Mm-hmm. But if you have a human child, <laughs> yeah. right, that, that, that is a biological child, right, that, is, that, that will be um, affected by what they see, um, especially when there's nudity that is sexualized, mm-hmm. um, then, yeah, we need to start warning them. And um, I have had so many people come to me as adults and say, I wish my parents had, you know, been able to warn me when I was a kid. Mm. And they, the, you could just tell the sorrow in there. Like, yeah. they have dealt with uh, years and years and years of addiction. Um, and it's affected their marriages. It's We just don't want to set our kids up for, you know, right. for failure. And we are... If we don't step up and warn them and prepare them, we are. We're setting them up for failure to, um, to be hurt by pornography, and they don't deserve that. No child deserves to face the porn industry alone. They need our help. They need us. And we can do it. Yeah. yeah. With oh, your help. That's right. That's what I love. <laughs> is, let's yeah. talk about your books, yeah. because that has been an amazing way that I've been able to breach this conversation with my kids, even though it was really awkward at first <laughs> to sit down and and start this. I mean, let's just be real. It is hard yet to open up this book and the way that you have written mm-hmm. it and the, the care that you put into it and the way that it helps children to see pornography, the way that us adults and parents want children to understand it is so beautifully written. So how how did you come about writing the books, first of all? Where okay. where did they come from? So, 
so where where did this crazy idea come from? Um, well, I was actually I I I, I uh, moved to a new town and uh, met some new people, and one of them was this mom who had a large family. She was very protective of them. She um, thought that she had locked everything down, she, and uh, she. Uh, but unfortunately, um, her oldest son had gotten into porn, and um, which definitely fueled what happened, which was he sexually molested his younger brothers and sisters. And they found this out. Um, he was taken out of the home. He was prosecuted. He was put in a program. Um, but, you know, those kids had a lot of problems. And... Um, and following up on that story, I mean, his younger brother actually served time for, um, you know, pedophilia. So wow. he didn't because he went through a program, but this other kid didn't go through any kind of counseling. And then, you know, he got um, put in jail for a long time. Yeah. So. Dramatic. I woke up the next morning after hearing this story, not about the fallout, but just some of it. And I woke up and I just had this persistent thought mm. come to me that I needed to find a resource. Um, so that's what I first did. Like, uh, how are we going to warn the young children about this problem? Yeah. And so I thought, oh, well, there's going to be a book. There's going to be probably a couple books on Amazon. I'll go buy them and I'll send them to her. I'll give them to her. And... Um, couldn't find anything. And I thought, well, there are body safety books. You know, why can't I find... So, anyway, the body safety books were not talking about pornography. Um, so, I just decided I had to write it myself. <laughs> oh. And um, started doing some research. And there are a lot of other people out there that had done some other kinds of things. So, I just thought, this is going to be a conversation... I want to model a proactive mother mm. and father mm. talking, having this conversation. So it's like a script, mm. right? So you can kind of see, we're going to talk about how, and so for that book that you just showed, that book is for ages 7 to 11 or 12. Mm. Um, and uh, it's a conversation, basically. It's a mother having this conversation with her son mm-hmm. And at the end, the father comes in, and he has some great analogies and to share. But basically, what she does is she does three things. She gives a definition, mm-hmm. like what is pornography, right? Yeah. And then she tells him why it's harmful. It can actually turn into an addiction, and it can change the way you look at people, mm-hmm. right? Now, we're not going to get into heavy things about objectification and, you know, how it's linked to sex trafficking and all that in this book. Yeah. That's for my next book. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to talk to them about, you know, it, it makes you see people as objects, like, mm-hmm. you know, a ball you could kick, right? Yeah. You're not going to worry about the ball because it's, it doesn't have any feelings, but a person does, right? So we never want to treat people as objects. Mm-hmm. And that's what pornography does, is it makes people into objects and, but, but then we really talk about addiction because when, when you look at all the addictive things that a kid could get into, we pretty much like protected them from, you know, tobacco and alcohol, 
as much as possible, right? Like, like you can't go in when you're 18 years old and buy alcohol in most grocery stores, at least, or most, or liquor, wherever. Like, you have to have ID that show you're 21 in most states in the United States. Um, and you can't buy tobacco, same thing, you know, it's... Uh, but you can get porn when you're seven, yeah. <laughs> and you can, yeah. it's free, mm-hmm. so so that's, so a warning, and then a plan for what to do when you see it, so a definition, a warning, and a plan. Oh. Well, Kristen, we're going to want to bring you back for a second episode and talk about ad- addiction, um, but I just want to tell our audience right now, if you've, which I have, if you've kind of gained uh, a new appreciation for how important this issue is, please share this with five friends. Just mm-hmm. reach out and share with them because that's the way that we as moms can help other moms mm-hmm. and help people that don't end up in the situation that, that the person you met did. And Kristen, I just thank you that you actually did something you know, to address it. You know, A lot of people probably have had a similar experience but what you've started is huge. DefendYoungMinds.com is huge. And it's a great resource for practical help. When we come back in our next episode, Kristen, we're going to want to talk a lot more about addiction. We're going to want to talk, you mentioned dads. I'd like to know what your message is for dads. And uh, so if we can keep you here, we're going we're gonna to keep going for another episode. We just wanted to come back and just say, first of all, how much we appreciate Kristen, mm-hmm. but also... Brie, you especially, because you're in it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm grandma, and kind of glad I don't have to have that conversation. Although, I think I need to know this stuff, too, and, and probably should engage. But you, you're, the, you're on the front lines, darling. Oh, and I don't want to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Are, are you like me? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want this to be our world, but it is. And I love that Kristen wakes us up to that. This is our world. And so, you know what? We kind of just have to suck it up, pull on our boots and and deal with it. But I have found such comfort. I've gone to Defend Young Minds many times. And I love that there's a search button because she has <laughs> gobs of information. Yeah. It almost can be overwhelming. Where do I start? Well, you can type in, you know, how do I talk to my kid about X, Y, and Z. Type in your situation and you are going to find a wealth of information, whether it's articles that um, have been written, her books, the curriculum she offers, different guides on how to talk to your kids about certain things. It is going to be amazing to you that, you know, you're going to walk into this thinking, I really don't want to deal with this. And you're going to walk out feeling prepared. And I love that. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And and this interview today will continue on our next episode and she has some nuggets of wisdom that you do not want to miss Mm -hmm. so be sure to catch episode two with Kristen Jensen but before we leave you I just want to give you an assignment maybe you don't like assignments you've already got one to go to defend young minds but here's another one read Psalm 27 I think if you'll read Psalm 27 in light of this issue you will be encouraged that you are not alone. Not only do you have us, you know, we're just yammering away here, but but we have the God of the universe who cares about this issue. He cares about you and your kids. Read Psalm 27, be encouraged, and come back next time for more encouragement on A Home That Heals. A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to ktsy.org.